Welcome to the Cabin Cast. Your getaway primer. Hello. Hi, Eric. Back in the studio. Back in the studio. It's been a little while. We've done remote episodes. Last week, we uh, did one on our squad cast where we're kind of like on a Zoom call. Yeah, it's a Zoom call and like four of us kind of like Hollywood Squares <laughs> <Yeah>. style. <laughs> Brady Bunch. <laughs> yeah. So that was super fun. And that was really fun to interview two different people. It was Chase and Audrey. Yeah, that was a great episode with so much great feedback from our audience. Yeah. We, we knew it would be going into it yeah. after the conversation. And uh, lots of fun things have been said on our, our uh, socials. As we've been posting and getting the word out about that episode, we had a comment that said, I love your podcast and all the cabin vibes it brings. Someone else said, loved it, added several books to my Amazon cart. So we love it when we give uh, ideas for people for yeah. things that they can take to their own cabins. Somebody else said, love the podcast. And then I loved this one. This one was from Betsy Stevenson, Clear Creek J.H., so this is from Betsy. It was a fabulous Friday treat for me. Fire in the fireplace, feet up, earbuds in, and off I went. Oh, exclamation that, point, exclamation point. That's exactly what we're shooting for. Right? It's just that, that feeling. And if you're seeing the snow fall outside and curled up, that's, yeah, that's a great, great way to listen. Yeah. Yeah. With American Rustic on your coffee table. Right? Yeah. Because we, we talked about that in the episode, that there really are books that you can can read, not just look at the beautiful pictures that Audrey did, but it works so well together that it tells this whole story. And then you want to, you want to stare at the pictures yep. and pull out every detail from and them. And then take it to bed to read <laughs> yeah, at night. So Well, and I got an idea when we were talking to them because I'm in a book club and I've been in book clubs, gosh, as far back as I can remember. And we've never done a coffee table book. And I think I'm going to suggest that next time yeah, and do one of these books because they are so fun to read and there would be so many great things to talk about. Yeah. And even talking about the photos in them and how yeah. it made you feel. And if you picked up any tips or anything, that's a super good idea. Yeah. And we've, and we've talked about that with other episodes too. When we interviewed Dale Mulfinger, we talked about his book too and what a great read it is. Mm -hmm. So I mean, I think we could have a cabin coffee table book club. Yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> we can fit that in our schedule somewhere, yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, that's a little bit. Uh, yeah, honestly, any of the books that we've talked about in there would be amazing coffee table books and book club books for sure. Right. And I just love getting the feedback from our audience. It really helps us. People are starting to send us. We had somebody send us a photographer that we should look into and, and get on the show. Music recommendations. Music recommendations. Someone sent, um, after they heard uh, the Girl Scout cabin renovations that are happening out in New York. She sent another cabin that she was following that said, here's somebody else you should interview. They're restoring a camp too. So it's, oh, fun. it's great that everybody's doing the work for us now. Yeah, we, we love it. <laughs> yeah. Anything we can add to our list and we have a list a mile long and we just keep uh, throwing things out there and finding great guests and great stories is what we're all about. Yeah. It's a wonderful way to just connect with other cabin lovers and, and interesting people because I know Eric and I love to always be learning and so many of our listeners do too. That's one of the things I think that people that have cabins travel to cabins. They just love adventure. They love learning. They love nature. 
learning about new places, you know, what makes something in Maine similar or different to something in Colorado. So it's a fun way to connect people from all over the, the world and the country. And as we talk about gathering things for the episodes, you know, yeah. Eric, as we do our cabin chats yep. each week and we're trying to find interesting things to share with each other, we go through our books and we go through our magazines and we go through songs and the internet. It's it's really fun to do all this research. And I pulled out one of my magazines today. Um, it's a Wisconsin sportsman that I picked up at a flea market for a dollar. And it's from January and February issue of 1977. So I asked Eric before the show, I said, were you even born yet? And your answer was? No. <laughs> <laughs> I was. So I was three years old when this uh, this magazine came out. So this was the world I was born into. You know, when I look at the pictures in here, there's some that we'll share on Facebook and Instagram. There's some great, great oh, pictures inside. Oh, I have to laugh inside. because you're holding up the back of the magazine at me right now. And it says male chauvinist rig. <laughs> And it's, liberated. It's, yeah, it's an old Evan Rude, Evan Rude advertisement for a a outboard motor. It's just like in my face right now across the table. It says male chauvinist rig liberated. And as I'm talking about the great pictures, and you're looking at that one. Yeah, yeah. And I'm looking at this one of these these men because the article I wanted to read is the art of the fish story. Ooh. So this picture is a black and white picture of. These guys in their flannel shirts and their fishing hats, and they're sitting at the bar and they're holding their arms out. And I'm sure everybody can picture this. Yeah, you know, like this is how big is my how fish the, the, is, or the one that got away. The one, and this is exactly what it talks about. So this story from 1977, the art of the fish story in Wisconsin sportsman. It's by Larry Van Gotham, and then it says, "Oh, do not call it a lie. The fish story, well told, is an art form." So I'm starting about halfway through the article. Every little lake, pond, and creek has its own legends and fables, maybe even some lies. Right on my little lake here, we have the story of old Ironsides, the huge northern pike that nobody can catch. If you believe the stories, and who wouldn't, old Ironsides has got fish hooks and lures dangling from its jaws. We are enthralled with the mystery, certainly not the catching of old Ironsides, because the fish story is superior in several respects to the actual fish. The fish of folklore exists in the mind and memory of the beholders, and there is no limit to them. What fish can hope to match the size and accomplishments, the glamour of fish out of fish stories? The flesh and blood fish is limited. All you can do with it is mount it, photograph it, and or eat it. It is severely constrained by the tape measure and scale. Uncaught fish have mystery, majesty, and nobility. They never fail to inspire us, fire our imaginations, because they won't submit to measurements. You see, this is why fish stories, by their very nature, cannot ever be about successful fishing. They must involve failure. They are about mistakes, mishaps, snapped lines, and snarled reels, lost lures, and freak happenings. The fish story, probably told and appreciated, is about the one that got away. So it's just like you said, it's got to be the... The mishap. Yeah. Oh, and that's that's amazing. That's such a, like, it matches up with life so much where some right. of the best stories, whether they're from comedians or friends or family, the ones that are retold over and over again are usually never about like, oh, yeah, I just walked along and found $10 on the street. It's, it's about like how you lost something or something went wrong or there was a hilarious mishap or like when we're, and I don't do a ton of fishing in that 
that way where I'm telling fish stories, but hunting stories are everyone's like, oh yeah, great deer last year, but let me tell you about the one that I missed or I hit a branch or a coyote ran along and chased it away. And it was gigantic that it couldn't even fit between the trees. I mean, the, right. those stories, the the things that you almost achieve are are really cool. And they get retold over and over. over they become and over family again. lore. Yes. Or among friends groups. Yeah. They get begged to be told around the campfire and it grows and grows. Yeah, and, and you love the old iron sides, like the yeah. visual of the, the fish with the hooks and the lures dangling off it that's yeah. just you know, it, you know, there might be a it's probably a log out there that's just collecting <laughs> these things that's but just the idea, the visual of this, you know, pike with all the decor hanging off it. Well, and I, I would suggest to anyone out there who, whether doesn't know a legend of their lake or they should just make one up when they're sitting around the campfire with their kids. Yeah. And and watch it grow over the years. Yeah. Yeah. Start to build that out. Yeah. I mean, so it's like some of the most iconic stories are like those type of like Moby Dick uh-huh. or Jaws. Like, like Loch Ness. Just, yeah, Loch Ness. <laughs> they're just fish. They're basically fish stories that started and they've just grown entirely you know different life right like you can be out in the canoe with your poles yep. and your kids behind you and all of a sudden you go oh there he was there he was can you imagine <laughs> yeah. they would be so excited yeah oh for sure and and in this article later it talks he talks about how he's trying to tell this fish story but if his wife's in the room he can't really tell it the right way because she was there and she knows how big it was so yeah. it takes a little of the fun out of it when she kind of looks at him like yeah, and just rolls really eyes when someone's yeah. rolling their eyes that knows <laughs> oh for sure <laughs> Yeah, and it's funny, like, you never grow too old to enjoy stuff like that. Right, yeah. And sometimes I think it's kind of how you said the memories of things are bigger and better sometimes than actually what happened. Oh, yeah. Or it's like if if somebody's upset after a holiday or after a road trip, you can be like, well, just relax because in a few years it'll make a great story yeah, and sure. it won't be remembered the same way. Oh, those are the best, the best stories. Yeah. There's never a good story where it's like everything went perfect. That's right. just, there's no story like that. Yeah. 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 The books, there's no best selling novel where it's like, <laughs> the, you know, the beginning and they lived happily ever after. Let's tell you about it. Right. Like, that's always the last part of it. Uh huh. They got to get through the hard stuff to appreciate the. Yeah, I always laugh at Disney movies when it says and they lived happily ever after and then like the sequel comes out because they want to squeeze more money out of the story (laughs) and things are going bad all over again. Yeah, and those are actually really sad stories. Yeah. Oh, most of the Disney stories? Oh, for sure. They're pretty sad. Yeah. The Cabin Cast is brought to you by Roughing It in Style. On the Cabin Cast, we talk a lot about making memories. But what makes a home or getaway more likely to create those cherished times? The Interiors team at Roughing It in Style is here to help you find that perfect memory-making balance in your home. The balance between gathering and privacy, form and function, relaxation and entertaining. We have two showrooms stocked with furniture, decor, and lighting. Our Up North store is in Harshaw, Wisconsin, 10 miles south of Minocqua, and our Out West store sits on the doorstep of the Rockies in Fort Collins, Colorado. Find out more and plan your visit today at roughingitinstyle.com. So I, I found another fun thing in this same 1977 magazine. And I, I'm pretty sure most of the questions, it's a wildlife quiz. And I think most of them still, the answer would be the same as it was in 1977. So they I'm going to test there's you. There's been no evolution of animals since then. I don't think... 
for these there right. have been. Let's and see. and we'll see. You you quiz me at Christmas, so now I'm gonna get back at you. <laughs> All right. Okay. So first one. The offspring of a rabbit is called a kit. Oh, it's multiple choice? Yeah. Kit, cub, fawn, or pup? A kit. This says it's a fawn. A fawn. Oh, no, that might make sense, actually. Okay. I never knew yeah, that. Yeah, I thought it was so. a kit, but a fawn, maybe. I think there was a book about rabbits called The Watership Down that they might mention oh, yeah, that yeah. in the, a fawn. And so, I mean, that's a that's kind of a stumper because you, th- you think of a deer. Yeah. The life expectancy of a black bear is 8 to 10 years, 10 to 12 years, 12 to 15 years, or 15 to 20 years. 15 to 20? 12 to 15. Oh, okay. So they can live, you know, about as long as a... Like a dog. A long, yeah. A long-lived dog. So if you have a bear attacking your truck... It could take a while. It could take a while to get rid of the problem. Years. You're going to be going through multiple trucks. (laughs) Yeah. If you guys remember when Eric and I talked about his truck, uh, the bear getting getting into the trash. Savaged by black bears. Uh Uh-huh. Okay, this animal originally held the title of weather forecaster before the European settlers to this country changed it to the woodchuck. So that's coming up in February when I mean, the these woodchuck. are hard questions. So this is what was originally a precursor, yeah, to the woodchuck. Was it a skunk that would predict a badger, a raccoon, or a weasel? I'm going to say weasel. It was the badger. The badger, yeah. Could- Tell the weather. Yeah, the badger would tell the weather before the woodchuck was decided that he was. They had like it's probably where they tried to like take the badger out and show it's its tail. It just attacked everybody. (laughs) It was just way too savage. Where woodchucks a much friendlier. Yeah, you know the guy in his tuxedo that holds. Yeah, Phil up. He probably couldn't hold the badger. No, the badger would really get after him pretty Mm bad. Yeah, so they had to change it for for um, TV. Man, I am just over so far. Um. The average adult porcupine has how many quills? Oh my god, these are so hard. <laughs> it's just like you would just know these. Um, this is like one of those M and M's in the jars. Na, 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 na. I'm um, gonna say is oh this you want, is you want, multiple choice. You want multiple choice, yeah, or you want to just answer? I need all the help I can get. Okay, five thousand, fifteen thousand, twenty thousand, or thirty thousand. I say fifteen thousand. Thirty. Holy cow. Some of the porcupines have a little less after they met our dogs. Yeah. I do think with that many, there'd be even more in dogs than there end right? up being, which is a ton. 30,000. Crazy. Okay. Two more. Because you're doing so well. Yeah. This this animal's fur at one time sold for $85 a pound and was used for fine shaving brushes. The gray squirrel, the red fox, the badger, or the skunk. Gray squirrel. What was the next one? Red fox, badger, or skunk. I'm going to go with skunk. It was the badger. A badger the again. The badger is winning everything. Oh, I feel like I, the Wisconsin sportsman, that might be a tip. That Do you want a skunk in your shaving brush? I don't know. <laughs> I just, I'd like you try and think of the most rare thing that would be right. expensive to capture. Like if like if you get the skunk and somebody's going to pay $85 for Cruella DeVille maybe or somebody. Yeah. She'd want the skunk for $85. Yeah. Oh, Last one. Let's see if you can do it. Of the following mammals, known for their underwater activity, the one that can stay submerged the longest is the otter, the muskrat, or the beaver. 
I'm going to say muskrat. Okay, I would have picked otter, but it's the beaver. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Do you know how long it says it can stay underwater? No. How long? Guess. Uh, two hours. No. <laughs> <laughs> 17 minutes. Oh, wow. Holy cow. Humans can stay underwater longer than that if they really train, can't they? I don't know. I'm not going to try. I should 17 look. minutes? Okay, you look it up for a second. And what a human can be. That seems like 17 that minutes. Long. Yeah, that's a long time. How long? Two hours, that'd be pretty impressive, too. Yeah. I mean, these are a lot of the animals that we get to see around here in the Northwoods. And one of our favorite things to hear from you guys, our listeners, are your animal stories. So if you have any, yeah, so send this them says on. like the it might be the Guinness Book of World Records. How did this man hold his breath for over 20 minutes underwater? Oh, my gosh. That seems crazy. That does seem crazy. That would definitely take some training. Yeah. No, that's crazy. I did terrible. Great. Good good quiz. <laughs> You're like, why didn't you ask me about deer? Yeah. <laughs> Turkeys. <laughs> Those were, you know, challenging questions. They were. They they seemed easy at first and then it was yeah. it wasn't. Yeah. So yeah. So kinda of, it's fun to learn about the animals though that we see often. Oh, for sure. They're fun ones to tell your kids. You can sound really smart tonight. Yeah. Hey, it's Kristen. I'm here to tell you about White Arrow's home. White Arrow's Home is a lifestyle brand that shares a warm and cozy mix of design ideas, inspirational style, and personal journeys from the backdrop of the Wisconsin Northwoods and my lakeside log cabin home. I love sharing daily inspiration for you on my blog, through social media, and in my shop. At White Arrow's Home, you can shop in person in the store, but also online from anywhere. You'll find a mix of antique, vintage, and new furniture, accessories, and gifts carefully curated to fit our brand of classy cabin and cottage decor, campy style, and always a heavy sprinkling of plaids. New products come in the shop daily with decor that will let you bring Northwoods living into your own home and style spaces that are inviting, beautiful, and make family and friends want to linger longer. Well, one of the other things that is really fun and that we heard about is when we get a new artist recommended to us and Chase and Audrey recommended an artist named Stephanie Quayle. So Stephanie Quayle has a strong dose of Western, an emphasis on baritone guitar and a frisky put it all out there candor. The singer songwriter leans straight into what's on her mind. Rolling Stone Country named her an artist you need to know and CMT tapped Quail as part of their next Women of Country franchise. So we're going to play a clip of her latest song, I Want the World for You. This is from 2021. It's her latest single.
We have so many guests we talk to that they give answers to our questions that give me goosebumps. That song gives me goosebumps. It's yeah. awesome. Then that is definitely going to be a song that's played with like a mother, son or daughter. Yeah. yeah daughter, father dance. Yeah. I, I love the lyrics of that. And I love her voice too. It's beautiful. Yeah. So definitely someone to, to look out for. And, and again, I think we talked about this before a long time ago. It's hard nowadays. There's, it's it's a nice thing all these the algorithms and Spotify or Apple Music, but when you don't listen to the radio as much anymore, it's a little tough to discover new music. Mm-hmm. So having uh, people out there that share it with you, and like we want to share new artists that are up and coming, or people that you may not have heard of, and just keep getting names out there and sharing them in different different groups is is really fun. It's one of those great parts, the positives of social media. Yeah, is. The people that are not afraid to lift others up yep. and say, I love this. You're going to love it. It's a great new artist, a great new book to read. You know, everybody's in this to to better each other. So yeah, it's great. And, sh- and share. Yeah, you're not, it's not even promotional. You're just like saying, hey, this is a cool, like, here's someone you should really pay attention to in a, in a good way. Yeah, not competition, but. Exactly. Yeah. So that is, I'm so glad they shared that and that you followed through and found that song. Yeah. So if anyone out there has more artists, especially new and up and coming artists that you guys have fallen in love with and think that a lot of folks out there would like to hear, absolutely send it to us, share with us, and we'll for sure take a look and probably pass it on. And don't forget, as you're loving these episodes of the Cabin Cast, to um, share them on your social media in conversations with friends um, to help spread the word on you know, the great things that we're trying to pass on to lots of tips and tricks and new people to, to listen to and love. So, yeah. And it reviews really help too. So if you do listen on Apple or Spotify now, I think has a review section. So it, if you take five minutes out of your day, as soon as the podcast is over and just, you know, give us some stars and type a little something up about how you appreciate it. We always read them. Yeah. We love, we love getting all that feedback. We really do read it and treasure it and, if, if we miss any responses to any of you, it's not on purpose because we do really value the comments that you give us and when you pass things on. So Yeah, thank you very much. Yeah, so looking forward to um, more great episodes to come. Have a great night. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of The Cabin Cast. You can find details and more information in the show notes on our website at www.thecabincast.com. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen so you won't miss a single episode. Follow us on your favorite social media channels. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at The CabinCast. We'd also love to hear from you. We want to hear your getaway and cabin stories. For a chance to have your story featured on an upcoming episode, email us at getaway at Until next week, enjoy the journey.